Welcome to Bet US. I'm Flash, and this is La Liga Match Day 25. Now, we are America's favorite sports book, and this is your favorite soccer uh, show for money made. Plus 23.6 units in profit. Plus unbelievable stuff from uh, from my two amigos. But again, we'd like you to subscribe and get us closer to 4,000. We only need about 150 to get there. So I'm sure that this week or next, we are going to fly past it. But more, to, more importantly at the moment, please, we need you to ring the bell. Ring the bell means that you'll never miss any content again with the golf, the tennis, and remember the Triple Crown coming up. And any other sports that my uh, my boss wants to invent, we will be covering it on one of the channels. So you do not want to uh, want to be missing that. Um, as I said, the records are off the charts. Uh, before I introduce my boys, I'm going to have a little look at them records because they're just so, so healthy. And it's been slowly, slowly catchy monkey. There's been no sort of big high dips. There is. Uh, yeah, don't like to talk about the top one, that 12.76. Pavlos has turned around, maybe a 10-point swing. The legal low down, 7.2. That was always going to happen when we don't have Paco on, because Paco's the one that spends all of uh, Roman's winnings. The parlay is still sitting at 1.88. Maybe in the next couple of weeks, we'll start adding to that parlay. But, oh, I said 23.6. It's 23.98. So I'll add a couple of cents to that, and it's 24. Okay, well, guiding you through. As you can see, it's Pavlos, and it'll be Roman. Pavlos, he likes all his numbers, his stats, and now he's adding winners to that. And, well, Roman's just all about he's the hare and the tortoise. He doesn't go sprinting off, but he always wins at the end of the day. Um, OK, well, we have only got four games to cover, so you'll have a Q&A at the end before the official picks. So let me tell you now, all right? because I'm not in the mood for me having to tell you all the way through the show the Q&As come in, and then you write the Q&A questions as I'm saying goodbye, okay? So if you want you want questions answered, then please write them in the right time, all right? Uh, Pavlos, you're going well. Ten-point swing. Great. Uh, I promised you guys, I think it was like five or ten shows ago that I'll turn this around. 2022 is going to be... The season where I won't be in the minus, and I'm not in the minus. Uh, I, we're we're going up every week. Um, we're just picking, you know, handpicking the matches that are that offer the most value. Uh, and yeah, I think we we have some great picks this week. So I'm looking forward to talk uh, to talk them over with you guys. Roman, I tell you what, we've done better than any other show, and obviously I do all the shows. We identify the teams that have lost a bit of form, and we've identified teams coming into form. And as luck would have it for us, they've continued their, both them trends. Yeah, I mean, we've been sticking to to the winning guns, we could say in a way, the teams that are doing well at the moment, because we've seen lots of ups and downs from many teams. Villarreal being a clear example where they started off really badly. We're staying away from them. And as soon as they started uh, playing good football, getting good results, uh, we went for them and we got money. Same with Betis and these kind of teams that uh, have been uh, doing really well. Rayo Vallecano, another uh, case where they were really, really good at home. They gave us a lot of money. Now they're not doing as well. So stay away from, from them uh, for hmm. a bit and, and wait and see what happens. And I think it's the key in this case in La Liga, you know, to, to keep an eye out for those teams in form and uh, bet on them when they are. Exactly. Right. Let's kick off straight away then. We've only got four games. Happy to fly through these. Um, probably all be winners. It's 
Elche versus Rayo Vallecano. Elche at plus 190 in good form. Rayo Vallecano don't win very often on the road at plus 180. The under over two goals looks a bit stingy, though. But there again, you've got to pay the juice at minus 135 to go the over. Um, the draw at plus 200. Anytime it's close to 200, nine times out of 10, it comes out a draw. Uh, Roman, Elche and Rayo Vallecano. Yeah, um, in this case, uh, I think it's it's not going to be any sort of spectacular game to watch. A Friday night uh, game between two sides, which are maybe at their best at the moment. Uh, Elche did have a good streak, although they haven't been as lucky in the latest games against uh, Sevilla, for example. And Rayo Vallecano, we know they are on a downward trend, even though they're still doing really well in the Copa del Rey, where they're getting... Uh, good results and still fighting for uh, a spot in the next round. In the La Liga, they've lost a bit of that punch they had, and it's normal because uh, usually it's the same 11 guys, you know, playing game after game. And that's why I think in this game, um, I'm looking at both teams to score, honestly. I'll just say it right now. I think uh, it might be a 1-1, it might be a 2-1, something like that. I don't see too many goals, but I do see both teams getting on the score sheet. And I'm a bit slightly more worried about Elche because they're missing Lucas Boyer, who's injured, and he's definitely a really good guy in front. But uh, Peremilla, for example, is on great form. And I, and I think they can get a goal against Rayo Vallecano, who aren't uh, good at all away. And Rayo Vallecano, instead of not being good defending, they have a good uh, attack going forward. And that's why I think we will see goals. Yeah. is it, Pablos, is this the type of game where two wrongs make a right? Both teams turning up into this game thinking there's three points to grab. We can grab these. Yeah. We usually see these matches between sides, you know, who are um, trying to avoid their relegation or they are very, very close in the standings. Uh, even though their numbers uh, against, you know, overall the the, uh, the other teams uh, so far in the league might point, uh, you know, towards the other way. But uh, uh, we usually see goals in matches, you know, between sides like this. So I wouldn't be surprised by um, uh, both teams to score some type of over here. Uh, even though, as I said, uh, I don't like Elche's numbers at all. Uh, Rayo's numbers have been mediocre, mediocre for uh, you know the past uh, couple of months. They started off really, really, really strong the season, uh, but um, you know as far as Elche go, they have the worst XG with 0.87 per game and seventh worst offense with uh, 26 goals. However, we've seen we've seen them score all sorts of goals in recent weeks. Um, I think they, they had their scoring streak uh, put to an end against Sevilla, but Sevilla, you know, they're the best defensive side uh, in the La Liga, so it was kind of normal. But they did score against Real Madrid, against uh, Barcelona, against some very, very good teams. And why not against Rayo Vallecano? Because, you know, Rayo, they're struggling a lot on the road. They have one win, eight losses and two draws. Um, not many clean seats there. So I definitely see uh, Elche getting on the score seat here, uh, possibly multiple times. Um, as well, uh, you know, Radio, they're not very good on the road, but uh, again, against uh, this Elche defense, which is not that strong, uh, I believe that they can also get in the score set, but this is a match where I simply don't want to get involved in. No, it is one of those where I think that all form, all numbers, all XG goes right out the window because they turn up and think there's three points up for grabs. The official picks, or the official pick in this case, because I told you we're sparse, because we have to... It's, Quality over quantity. It's both teams to score minus one thirty, and you could definitely see one one as the uh, as the final score as well. But remember, the draw is at plus two hundred. Anytime it's near two hundred, go with it. Go with it blind. Okay, game number two is a very very strange game because we have Granada versus Villarreal. Granada at plus three forty. Villarreal at plus one hundred. 
Word of caution here, because Granada, very, very good at home from years gone by. Villarreal, unbelievable side. Top four La Liga side. But, Pavlos, on the back of Champions League football or prior to Champions League football, not so good. Exactly. I was uh, looking at their stats from this season and from last season since uh, Emery took over. And uh, it's more than clear to me that uh, he... he, he... Um, he'd rather win this, uh, you know, the midweek uh, European match um, in the expense of the La Liga match that comes before it. Uh, this season, they haven't won any of the matches that uh, came before their uh, European match. They have three losses and three draws. And last season, they had um, two wins uh, and four losses prior to group stage matches. And um, three wins, uh, five losses and one draw in the knockout stages. So... Since Unai Emery took over, Villarreal have won just five of their 20 ma uh, 21 matches prior to the European match. They have five wins, eight losses and eight throws. And that's probably because uh, Emery focuses slightly more on the European competitions. And uh, now they're going, they're traveling to Granada and they are missing Gerard Moreno, which is a huge blow. And uh, I just simply, I had circled this match, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I said, uh, when are Villarreal playing in the uh, European competitions? Then, okay. What's the previous match against Granada? I'm taking Granada double chance. I mean, if I look at numbers, uh, they're not great for Granada. They have bad XG numbers, uh, bad XGA numbers, bad, uh, bad offensive numbers, but they've scored in all but one home matches so far in the season, and they had... Uh, I must say, one of the most uh, difficult schedules so far. They played against Barca, Atletico, Real Madrid, Sevilla, Real Sociedad, Betis and Valencia. But still, they scored against all those sides. So why not against Villarreal, who they're missing their key player. Uh, their, their, you know, the star player is Real Moreno. Of course, they have a, a, a great depth in their bench. But um, something happens to them when uh, Moreno is out. So... Um, I like um, Granada's chances to avoid the loss here, uh, maybe a double chance. Um, they've also been quite solid, I, I must say, uh, as host against Villarreal. They have two wins, three losses and three draws, which is, uh, which is no, not bad. And uh, yeah, I think this is a match where uh, Villarreal will try to, you know, maybe don't spend uh, unnecessary resources because they have a crucial match coming up in a few days. And I think Emery is, is looking to, uh, you know, win that uh, instead of this one. So uh, I like um, another double chance. Roman, a blind man says that Villarreal go and win this game, especially at plus 100. There's the trap, the draw at plus 230, and it's under over two and a half with minus 105 with the over. I just had to leave it alone. There was too many question marks. We don't. First of all, you don't know. You don't even know who's going to play. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a game where I'm also uh, staying away because there are a lot of doubts. Even though I do think Villarreal uh, are the favourites, they have a really good record against Granada in the last uh, 11 games. Granada haven't uh, won a single match against uh, Villarreal in La Liga, so it's a tough side for them. And also, um, Pablo was mentioning those uh, European games, but let's not forget that uh, those games came right before Villarreal turned around. Uh, the results and started winning because after came that 3-1 win, I think, against Real Sociedad. And since then, they've been doing really, really well. For me, they were already playing well, but finally, they were getting the outcome they wanted, you know, from, from the style they were playing.
were playing and they were getting those goals, even without Gerard Moreno in some cases, because he's been back and, and gone uh, back and forth all the time this season. He hasn't found too much stability, but of course they are much better with him on the field. So that's why I'm not so sure, because I don't know if we're going to see that Villarreal again, as Pablo's mentioned, that it's going to uh, be maybe more, more cautious and focus more on that European competition, or if they're actually going to shine uh, like they have been in the last few months and play really well and get a comfortable win against uh, Granada. And also the fact that you mentioned that they're going to be rotations for sure, because they're going to also be thinking of that uh, Champions League game. So that's why in my case, I thought I'd stay away and, and, and not go for it because anything can really happen, even though for me, Villarreal are definitely the favourites. Yeah. Too many alarm bells. You go with the home side, double chance is what uh, Pavlos has gone for. Let's have a look at the official pick. And it's Granada, plus 0.5. So Granada, double chance at minus 120. OK, let's go to the next game because all three of us have an opinion about this game. It's Valencia versus Barcelona. Uh, Valencia, plus 295. It's minus 120, double chance the home side. Barcelona at plus 100. The draw at plus 260. Under over at two and a half with minus 115 on the over. Roman, are we looking at both teams to score an over here? Or are we looking at... Barcelona win and both teams to score. I'm I I can't say Barcelona are going to win because we've seen that uh, they they have no stability or, or there's no uh, consistency in their results. That's why I said last week against Espanyol that I was going to wait and see what happened a bit because I wasn't convinced that they were going to uh, bounce off with another win after that Atletico thrashing and it came out to be a draw. Of course, there were goals for you guys. That was great, but um, I still have doubts with this Barcelona. So in terms of winning the game, I'm just not convinced because Valencia is always a very tricky side for Barcelona. It's always one of those games where we see lots of goals actually. So uh, that's why I think. Uh, both teams to score and over 2.5 is definitely a very interesting option if you look at the previous results between them I mean they're three ones there's three twos there's four uh, ones etc so a uh, goal fest tends to be the case and also let's not forget that both teams defensively are very weak we're seeing it uh, now against Napoli Barca are playing and they concede at the back even though they are better uh, going forward Napoli has a some sort of counter-attack and you, they get that goal and Valencia also you know they have they don't have a very reliable uh, set of defenders at the back and I think Barcelona with their firepower can definitely get goals so for me this game is about the goals and I'm not taking risks with who's going to win so it's both teams to score and over for you Pavlos both teams to score and over for you or just both teams to score or just over uh, it's a combination for me. Uh, I just yeah. love the stats. I love how these teams are playing. Uh, you know, I love it because uh, I'm a crazy stats guy. But uh, yeah, Valencia, they have a terrible defense this season. Third worst defense overall with 38 conceded goals. Uh, fifth best offense uh, with 36 goals. Um, fourth worst XGA at home, which, mean, which means that uh, they allow a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of action in front of their own uh, um, goal. Um, they have lo only lost to Espanyol and Real Madrid at home. They have four wins, um, uh, two draws, and uh, I'm sorry, four four wins, six draws, and two losses at home. Um, both teams to score is 18 and six overall for Valencia. 75% of their matches have both teams to score. It's that's the most in the league. And at home, uh, both teams to score is eight and four, 67%, uh, third most in the league. And um, Barca, um, they have improved their numbers, uh, they have improved their offense, they have improved slightly their defense. Um, uh, they have three wins, two losses and seven draws on the road. Um, they've only lost to Atletico Madrid and Rayo. Uh, both teams to score is 15 and 8. Uh, that's 65% for, um, for Barcelona. And um, as Roman said um, earlier, 
Six of the last seven matches, regardless of venue between the two sides, uh, had both teams to score in over two and a half goals. And if you look a little deeper, nine of the last 12 La Liga matches between the two sides had both teams to score in over two and a half goals. So um, I expect uh, also uh, Barcelona, they beat Valencia by three to one in the reverse fixture earlier in the season. So I think this is a match where it starts at uh, 2-1, 1-2, something like that, and it goes upwards. So both teams to score and over two and a half goals also for me. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I see Barcelona being far too good here. It's just the only caveat is what the uh, the Thursday night game against Napoli takes out of them mm. and uh, will they come out refreshed and ready to go to town. Uh, here we go. So the official picks in this game is both teams are scoring over two and a half at plus 105. Same for, uh, for Roman. So there's a nice little 2.1 units of profit going into the can there and i'm going to add to it with barcelona money line not complicating it at plus 100 and i will know my fate as soon as i see what sort of energy comes out of that uh, barcelona boys okay the final game is maybe a strange one because look at this it's athletic club versus real sociedad athletic club is plus 145 it's minus 160 on uh, draw no bet for the home side. Sociedad at plus 260 and plus 140 for Sociedad. Now, under or over two, with the under being mine, uh, plus 115, but look at the draw. The draw is plus 185. So when I say it's ever near 200, get on it. When it's under, do Limazo just not play? Because it ends up in a draw. Um, Pavlos, is this 1 1 or is this 0 0? Um, it could be both. I mean, uh, I definitely see the the under two as value, as a value bet. Uh, you know, five of the last six matches between the two sides had under two and a half goals. To be honest, I was tempted to take Bilbao money line here, uh, but this is a basket derby, and uh, this you know. There's always grudges between the two sides. We might see red cards that could, uh, you know, destroy any bet that you can make. Uh, I think this, this uh, judging by the numbers, uh, because, you know, both Bilbao and Real Sociedad, they've, they've been great defensively this season. Um, Bilbao have now the third best defense with 21 considered goals. Uh, Sociedad, just the same, third best defense with 21 considered goals. They're usually very, very careful. They don't get blown out by anyone. Um... So, I don't know. This is a derby and Bilbao haven't done well in derbies. They've won just one of the last 10 matches against Sociedad. They have six losses and three draws. And uh, even at home, they have won just two of their last 10 home matches against Sociedad. Two wins, five losses, three draws. So, that put me off from picking um, Bilbao money line, even though I think that they'll, they'll uh, try to take advantage of Real Sociedad's uh, extra tiredness because they're playing uh, tonight, I believe, Real Sociedad. So, um, and they're, they're going to play the next week as well. So, um, this might be a chance for Bilbao to bite them and, you know, nibble three points there. But um, given how defensive-minded these uh, two sides have been this season, I, I wouldn't expect to see a lot of goals. Uh, maybe both teams to score. No, I think maybe whoever scores the first goal could be could be the winner here. Uh, no, but, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. And the big one for me, Roman, is I see the draw at plus one eighty five. I see the draw at half time at plus one hundred. So I went to the alternative market, and and I'm thinking, okay, so first of all, they're telling me that there's not going to be many goals. Probably going to be on average one point five to two goals, and then. They give me plus 100 for just a 45-minute bet. I've gone with a draw half-time. Um, I'm thinking that that 
is almost 100% going to be nil-nil. Yeah, it's a very tempting bet, to be honest. Uh, I'm also would be looking towards a draw, honestly, because it's usually a game with few goals, as you guys have been saying, and uh, it tends to end in a draw, even though Real Sociedad do have a decent record of late. But what worries me is a bit uh, tonight's game. They're going to play in the Europa League, see a bit how that goes, if they have any injuries, if, if you know, if the players are really, uh, as you were saying with Barca against Napoli, you know, if the players are, are losing a lot of energy in that game and come a bit tired in that uh, derby. So in this case, it's hard to say... Uh, Who's going to win? I think there's no clear favourite for me. Uh, a draw makes a lot of sense. And also, we could even look into maybe bookings in yellow cards because being a derby, I think it's going to be quite a passionate one. And there tends to be uh, quite a lot of bookings in this game. So it's something our audience can also look into if they're interested. OK, let's have a little look at the official picks. And while I'm doing this, make sure you get your questions in if there's any of the other games. It's just draw half time for me at plus 100. So a quick Q&A. Uh, start typing now if you've got any questions or I will then stick up the uh, the official picks. Oh, Barsaman says draw Bilbao at... at um, draw half time, Bilbao four time. Yeah, I love that. I yeah, like I love that as well because that is my plus 100 would come in. Uh, let me take you back to the start of the show, though, because I asked you to uh, subscribe, get us closer to 4,000, but more importantly at the moment is to ring the bell. Ring the bell means you'll never miss any content again, which then means that you will never miss any of the new sports that we're going to bring online. And we maybe we've got your soccer and we've got NFL and we've got the NCAAB March Madness. It's going to be absolutely crazy. Then we go into the NBA playoffs. But MLB season will be starting soon as well. And remember, it's a World Cup year. OK, so we haven't got any questions. I think we covered it all, gentlemen. Let's <laughs> continue to... Uh, to add to the 23.98 units of profit. Look at that, two each, less is more. In this case, um, uh, I'm quite happy with both of my selections, and I think you'll both be happy if Barcelona win 2-1. So, Roman, we'll see you again soon. Roman, I think you're going to be the guest on uh, the Europa League show next Tuesday, I believe. Yep, I will be there. See you next week, then. Yeah, I look forward to that. Pavlos, keep doing what you're doing, man. 10 units in the last few weeks. So from everyone, yeah. Bet US and the La Liga show, that's 23.9 units of profit up. See you soon. You take care.